0: Hi, uh, you entrepreneurs. Today we have Sharifa Hardy. I've known Sharifa now. Uh, now it's been around six months, seven months or so. Have had it on the podcast previously. Some recent changes in her, in her life. She actually is going for Long Beach City Council District Six, so it's kind of interesting hearing her her way of looking at things a little bit different now. Now that she's in politics. So if you ever thought about getting into politics, this could be the episode for you. Please subscribe tell your friends, and we'd love your feedback. Thanks, everyone. Welcome to the Road to Growth, success of an entrepreneur. We've raised the block. Learn firsthand from successful business owners and create your own path to success. And I'm going to show you how great I am. It's time to hit the road to growth with team lead of the Enriquez Group, Realtor Vinny. All right. So thank you, uh, Sharifa, uh, for being here again. It's A lot's changed since we last had you on the podcast. You're actually going for Long Beach City Council, the 6th District. What happened?
1: That's correct. Hey, Vinny. Thank you for having me back as a guest on your show. I am honored. And so I agree with you that a lot has changed, but yet a lot remains the same. There were so many people who were surprised that I actually went into politics, but for me... It's not about politics. It's about people. And so I've been helping people, working with people, working to make change for about 25
0: years now. OK, so for people that haven't heard your story, or haven't listened to the previous podcast, can you go over that? That The one thing that got me and I, I'm probably going to butcher it. You were with a company uh, for a couple of years and you worked for, I think, for two years for free, right? Because you have yes. faith in the company and then they gave you they paid you for one year and then they let you go. Something like that.
1: Yes, I, yes. The, you you summed it up correctly, uh, pretty much. So I actually worked for the company for three years without a paycheck, um, sweat equity, building the company's websites, multiple websites, building their social media following from zero to over twenty six thousand followers, helping with the business plan, which we later turned into the SEC filings, before taking the company and raising approximately six million dollars in our initial IPO. So, a year after actually receiving a paycheck, I was laid off and so i i it was a learning lesson for me, but I learned a lot from that experience
0: uh and then, and then so from there, you basically started all these different companies you had like a digital marketing platforms you had like a, some podcasts you had a little bit of everything, yes.
1: I mean, because I learned a lot with that company and I have, I mean, just not even with that company. Again, I built my first website in 1994. So since then, I was one of the people who built the website for CheapTickets.com. I was laid off over eight times. One of the last companies that I worked for was American Express. And so when I first started looking for jobs, I would be rather sad and I would say, you know what, I've been laid off so many times, I don't think anybody is going to hire me. But what I found when somebody mentioned it to me is they say, Sharifa, you have the resume of an engineer because you have so many different various skill set. So I can program a website. I can network computers. I can do online marketing. I can do PR just about anything with a WWW I can take care of and a lot offline as well.
0: And then so so walk me through. So what happened? What was the what was the actual change to go for city council? What was what was behind that?
1: It's actually a funny story. I really find it humorous It's because I wasn't thinking about politics. I wasn't thinking about, um, you know, Anything, city council. And one of my dear, dear friends came to me and she kept talking about our city council person. And she said, somebody has to do something. Somebody has to do something for months and months. Somebody has to do something. So somebody has to do something turned into Sharifa has to do something. And so I thought about it. I, I went through the process. I researched it, spoke to my family members and friends on their thoughts on me running for city council. And just about everyone came back and said, I think you'd be perfect. You know, because even without being in city council, I spent a lot of time. Counseling people, talking to people about their business, about their lives, you know, what type of improvements they want to make. In the city council campaign, that's what I talk about. One of my primary focuses is creating jobs. I believe that in order to boost the U.S. economy, we have to bring businesses into our neighborhoods and jobs for the people of that community to have that offer a living wage.
0: So why do you think it was on your shoulders? I mean, so the idea that it's happening in the community having the community and i know you're a go-getter like you mean Mm -hmm. from all the companies you made from just knowing you over the years why do you put it on your shoulder to say hey i'm gonna run
1: that's an excellent question but part of what i talk about is i want to be the change I, i want to see in the world so yes i want to be the change i want to see in the world so anybody could have done it but again i want to make this world a better place not only for me but for my kids my grandkids when I have them, you know, in future generations. And I think as parents, even though you're you're not a parent yet, Vinny, that's what our primary focus is. How can we make the world a little bit better for future generations to come?
0: Oh well I gotta talk to my girlfriend about that one. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know, all right, so uh, future generations kind of helping helping kind of the path. What's been some of like the things you were unaware about getting to politics?
1: One thing I think that stood out to me and that really surprised me, and this may sound kind of weird or interesting, I didn't realize that there were so many um, protocols as far as politics. I thought I would be able to go out to the community. I'm running for city council to support me and I found that nonprofit organizations cannot get involved with politics. There are a lot of companies or organizations that even businesses, you know, for profits, who said, you know what, we don't do politics. I've lost friends because they don't do politics. They literally, you know, it's like, oh, you're going into politics. It's almost as if I would have told them, you know, I, I joined a cult, you know, because people are very sensitive about their their politics. And I was raised believing, especially at the dinner table, you don't discuss religion and you don't discuss politics. But I didn't realize that how Sensitive, and you know, especially organizations where they they don't even want to touch anything resembling
0: politics. So, I mean, walk me through that. So, you're saying that like you're asking for support, or you're asking mm-hmm. for, I mean just friends that just having conversations? They just didn't want to deal with you because you're gonna have the limelight on you, or what was what's the idea behind kind of stepping away from you because you're you're jumping into politics?
1: I think the the friends that. I lost, or who went in a different direction is because I think my primary focus became politics. And they didn't want to talk about politics. They didn't want to talk about, you know, how can we improve the world? What can we do for the homelessness? How many people need jobs? I think that was awakening something in them with issues that they may not want to deal with. Sometimes I believe that people really do want to bury their heads in the sand and say you know what it's a utopian world everything is perfect we don't need to fix any issues and the last thing we want to do is talk about them
0: oh that makes sense so i mean i don't remember from the time knowing you you being too much into politics or having i know you have a you have an opinion on a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. yet being more i guess political focus Mm -hmm. and you had to build kind of your your ideas or your mindset or your platforms over those months? Or were you, did you already have something that you're kind of holding on to dear? Like inside
1: one, actually what I had was I didn't have platforms already set up, but as you said, I'm opinionated. So I had very strong belief systems. So I was always, you know, just like my book signs, you might be an entrepreneur. I was adamant about creating jobs. So to me, it was just—it wasn't even a transition. It was just moving forward with what I was already um, advocating for, and that's jobs, 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 jobs. I spoke at the Cambodian Forum, and every time a question came to me in some form or fashion, I turned it, no matter what it was, into jobs.
0: So, I mean, a question—I question I have because so you have the the overall idea. Of what you're looking to do create jobs right mm-hmm. yet the ways of creating the jobs are something that probably you learn over time the more you the farther you get in and once you become a council person um, you'll probably have more questions coming about how to create those jobs one thing I've, I've been hearing a lot lately or listening to is it's great to have people are surrounding you that are giving you information that maybe you not might not be as educated upon right mm-hmm. yet you changing your opinion of how something's done can be considered flopping or if not flopping, uh, flipping, flipping back and forth or whatever. Right. So how do you take on the information, but also be willing to change your opinion? Does that make sense?
1: Yes. But let me, let me answer your question in a roundabout sort of way is I've been creating jobs. That's what I've been doing over the years. Like even now, um, Based on the campaign, I was able to hire two more people to support me in the campaign. So I have two full-time people, their focus is assisting me. So right there, I've created two jobs. So creating jobs, whether you know it's for politics or for it's, it's for companies, is the same process. You create the jobs based on the plan of action that you have. So you build the business plan, which allows you to raise the money to hire the people that you need to do the jobs. So I already have a really clear idea of what I want to do and how I'm going to do it. It's just being given the opportunity as the city council person to actually implement the ideas that I have.
0: Are you able to talk more about those kind of ideas you have? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I would love to hear. It. I mean, for me, I mean, the ins and outs of politics is something that I'm not versed in, so I would, I would love to at least have an idea of, of kind of a game plan of what, or if you got the chance, what you do.
1: Yes, but I, I think to a certain degree, we're all versed in politics to a certain extent. It's maybe you don't follow the political debates or the political discussions, but everything we do is politics. Being in real estate is still politics because it's, it, it's affected by the community that you live in, by the laws that govern your industry. So everything is politics and in everything there is politics. So even dealing with people, so again... My primary focus and my plan is to bring more businesses into District 6, which will allow us to create jobs. So we have to be a city um, or a district that is appealing to business owners. What incentives are they going to have to come here to bring their businesses?
0: Well, no, and I can understand that and and definitely understand where you're coming from. The The way I look at it is like, so, for example, college, right? College mm-hmm. is fairly expensive, mm-hmm. right? And so what's a way of helping subsidize individuals that want to go to college or want that higher education? Mm-hmm. Now, an idea of, of maybe you have someone has to volunteer something like that for a year time frame, and then they're able to get some kind of assistance with the college. Now, to implement it where the finance would go, where, where that money would come from, to supplement it, I have no clue. I would have no not know the ins and outs of it. So mm-hmm. yes, I have the understanding of, of I guess, political views, yet to implement them into live, live forums into actually policy that I would not know. So is that something that you would know, on creating jobs that make sense? Yes, it makes perfect
1: sense, but again, you know I think I'm going to take over this show because I think you're not giving yourself as much credit. I think <laughs> you're you're saying I don't know the policies, but the way I operate is not really to focus on what the policies are as opposed to my in, my end goal. What is it that I want to do? So like for instance, for free education or just education in general, Long Beach City College is actually within Um, District 6 in Long Beach. So it's within my district. And so even with creating jobs, part of my focus is allowing people to have skills like trades, teaching people how to do more things with their hands, whether that's construction, HVAC, plumbing, but, you know, or maybe it's more technical, IT with the computers, but you have people who want to work, but maybe they don't have the skill set for those jobs. So again, we take them back to school, we take them back to college so that they are qualified and educated to be able to have the jobs that we're bringing into the city. So my focus has never been um, on what the policy is, because I believe that if the policy was working, we wouldn't have these problems. So I focus on what my goal is and then the po- and put the policies in place to make it happen. Okay. well, so in order order to create jobs or um, to bring in money, it has to come from somewhere is basically what you're saying. So am I going to tax the people? How am I going to do it? That's what you're specifically asking. And all of those will be a part of the plan when I'm in city council. But right now, my focus is on, okay, what we need is more businesses to come into Long Beach. And that's what I'm working on now.
0: So it, let's say someone's listening right now and they've thought about getting to politics too, and they're looking at an avenue of in there. Can you walk us through maybe the first couple of steps that someone would have to do to to make us a, a plan of actually um, getting to politics? Yes,
1: but I, I think I think let me let me just share this. What happened with me yeah. when my friend said to me that I should run, I said I was going to look into it and research it and so what i did was i went to the longbeach.gov website saw the filing requirements it's a form and i contacted the city clerk and i asked a bunch of questions about the form and and i said okay well do i have to bring this form in in person do i have to mail in the form what are the requirements so the representative said you can email it to us if you like and I was like, "Wow, so I filled out the form, scanned the form on on my scanner, emailed it over to the city clerk and i and I tell people if that process had not been as easy as it was, I might not have read because you know if they said, Okay, you know you have to do it this way or you have to wait a certain amount of time because I was able to print, complete, scan, and email it was a matter of minutes which really didn't allow me." to really give it that much thought or to think too much. It was more like, it's done, I bought it, it's it's over. So after I announced that I was running, we have a nomination period. So the nomination period was from November 11th to December 6th. Within that time period, you have to raise a certain amount of money as well as get 30 signatures from registered voters in your district that basically are nominating you or supporting you. And the 30, um, nomina- the 30 signatures was the part where I was a little nervous because even though I'm rather opinionated, I, I'm a very shy person. You know, I've never walked around campaigning, knocking on strangers' doors. So I was like, okay, this may be kind of daunting. How am going to convince people to nominate me? And I kind of waited and waited. But then one day I said, you know what? I'm going to get those signatures. And I literally walked up and down my street and the next street over until I received 30 signatures. And I did. And it took me a little bit over an hour. But I received my signatures, went in to have my meeting, turned in everything. And I, was, I qualified. So now I will be on the ballot. The name Sharifa Hardy will be on the ballot for the primary election, March 3rd, 2020.
0: How, how many people are actually going for um, uh city council for the Long Beach district?
1: There are seven of us. That includes the incumbent, DeAndrews, who's currently the sitting city, city council person. If he wins this time, this will be his fourth term. He's 75 years old and we'll see. We'll see how things go.
0: Hmm. Well, any, any last piece of advice I know we kind of, went off of kind of the the process and your ideas and your plans for maybe individuals looking to make a change. What kind of, even with their own business, any kind of feedback, any kind of ideas you can give them about um, their business, I guess.
1: Yes. Well, let me just say this. I would advise anyone, if you're looking to make a change, just simply be the change. Where I believe most people go wrong is they have this idea that when they get to a certain point, then they're going to do this. When I get to a certain point of, you know, having $50,000 in the bank, then I'm going to open my nonprofit. When I do this or when i do that then i'm going to be able to create my business and you can make changes to help the community changes to help your business now you don't have to get to a certain point point. one of the things that we found especially when raising money and i always advise business owners this is that people who invest People who give you money, they always want to be a part of something that's already in progress. They get a million people who come to them and say, you know what, Denny, I really want you to invest in my business. I want you to give me $10 million because I have this wonderful idea. Or let me show you my business plan. It's easier to raise money if you're already doing in some form of fashion what you want money from investors for. So I just always advise people just be the change that you want, whatever it is that you want to accomplish, be in the process of already creating that.
0: I mean, I love it. Can you can you role play? Let's say you're asking me for, for money.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How, how would you go about it?
1: Well, I will go to you and I and I will say, Vinny, you know, I don't know if I'm allowed to call you Vinny, your first name, because I'm asking you for money. But but Vinny, let me show you what I'm doing. Let me take you to my business, show you my staff that's in place. Let me show you the work that we have in place. And so we're already in motion. Right now we're working with, say, $50,000. But if you were to invest 100000 then we would be able to do more. But the key is to already have something, not just expect someone to just give you give you everything. So if I wanted you to invest, I would show you what I already have. I would show you the people, the company, the website, the product. The product is already working for me. I'm already able to make a hundred of these uh, little gadgets. But with your investment, I can make two hundred thousand of these gadgets.
0: So what is So for a person looking to invest into um, I guess your run for city council. Mm-hmm. What's, I mean, what's the what's the benefit? I guess what. So if you're talking to someone, is it like you want to give back to your community? Mm-hmm. This is why what I plan to do once I give once I'm in in office. Mm-hmm. What? How does that work?
1: Well, it's not an investment; it's a contribution. And for Long Beach City Council District Six, the maximum contribution is four hundred dollars per person. Oh, so wow. the people who yes the I I didn't realize that because I'm used to raising millions of dollars so when I heard 400 I was like 400 I can't go to somebody and say yo Vinny, can you get a, give me a thousand dollars and you couldn't right. do it you know the maximum is 400 dollars so what people are contributing to as far as the campaign and supporting me is for me to have the ability to advertise more to market more to get out in front of more people so that takes care of radio advertising Facebook advertising commercial advertising so it's the support of the people that will get me into the seat because they're the ones who are paying for
0: the exposure so so they can only give you $400 for monetary right Correct. but now what about if they if they own a radio station or they Mm -hmm. own a whatever store are they able to have your advertising at their store and there's no cost associated with that? Or what goes there?
1: Well, there are two different things um, that you mentioned. The radio station would most likely fall under the, they call it in-kind. So if somebody's giving me something in-kind, it, it can't the value of it cannot exceed four hundred dollars oh, wow. However, a person who allows me to do like like people can allow me to post Flyers in their store, like I can do that, but that's not in kind And to yeah. a certain extent It does not have a value or a perceived value. See there's a oh. difference But it doesn't have either one. It's just there's no value really associated to that oh,
0: Okay, Huh. well wow. That had to be a whole new, a new ballgame.
1: Yes, a whole new learn. I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. And one of the other things I've learned is about myself. I've been in business for a long time, worked with businesses, but politics have stretched me more than I ever thought it was because I had to learn how to be real clear and succinct in what I say. I had to go very far, even though politicians are, but I had to go away from anything that was general or vague, especially with the people that I'm working for, working with, and make clear decisions. This is what we're doing. This is how we, we need to do it so that our team can move cohesively together as opposed to being unsure. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know how I'm, I'm going to win. I had to get clear de- the um, instructions.
0: And then for the last question, I would love to know your, because you're going to be in politics now, What do you? what's your take on our current political climate?
1: I think that was a very politically correct question, um, so I'm gonna answer it politically correctly. Because <laughs> I'm not exactly sure specifically what you're asking me, but this is what I, I believe. The
0: uh, the, our president, stuff like that.
1: Well. There's a lot to be said about that as well. But I love the American process. I love the government. I love the fact that we even have the ability to impeach someone if there's things that they have done that are against the American people. So I love that process. What I see, uh, first question as far as the climate, I love the fact that people are having more conversations. That's what I love. I have seen people have more conversations about politics, more conversations about race than I've ever seen in my life. And so even though, you know, to a certain extent you have people who are like, oh those Trump lovers or, you know, whatever they call the different people, people are talking. And I believe talking, communication is always a good thing.
0: any final say on the whole pizza process? Anything direct about that?
1: So it's general is what you're trying to say. Um, <laughs> I see, personally, I see um, Trump take having another uh, four years in office. I, that's exactly what I see. So I, I believe that they will try to impeach him. I believe that people are very unhappy with, with them. But what a lot of people don't always understand is that, and, and don't take this as someone who's necessarily for or against Trump. We The people we like aren't always the people who do the best for the American people or who do the mess, the best for the economy, you know. So liking someone and having somebody who understands business and understands politics. So I, I, I see um, Trump coming back another four years.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to finish off with this. I like you, but I hope you're still a, a great politician. <laughs> so if for people listening, what's the best way for them to, to opt to donate, I guess, right? Donate the $400 contribute. to your or contribute, contribute $400 or help out with your campaign?
1: Well, I think the the most important thing is to help spread the word. So if people know someone who lives in Long Beach or Long Beach District 6, contact them, tell them they heard this wonderful interview on your show with Sharifa Hardy and to visit my website and check me out and to find out what I'm all about. Because in addition to just making a contribution, people can also become volunteers. You know, um, they can share. We just did a wonderful commercial that I'm very proud of. Of course, I was in it. It's a political commercial, but we focused on four different businesses in our community, as well as a church. So it's not just about me. It's about the people of Long Beach. So I would love for people to go to the website, share the video, share the commercial, and also on the website at AskSharifa.com, they can make their contribution of $400 to my campaign to support me.
0: Well, thank you again, Sharifa, for being on here. Uh, I mean, all power to I hope things go well. I wish I lived in Long Beach. Mm-hmm. Sadly, I live in sunny San Diego. So.
1: Sadly, you know what I mean? It's hard living <laughs> in sunny San Diego, but that's OK because we still accept contributions from <laughs> sunny San Diego. OK,
0: perfect. Well, th- thanks, everyone, for for listening to The Road to Growth. Uh, again, Sharifa, thanks for being on the podcast. Everyone, uh, please subscribe, please share, reach out to Sharifa and on to the next episode.
1: Thank and you next- for having me, Manny. It was a pleasure. <laughs> thanks, Sharifa. You're welcome. Goodbye. You're welcome.